At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. It is prime time action on a Wednesday night from Las Vegas, South Point Sportsbook Studio. I'm Ben Wilson. We have Matt Brown. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. Big show for all of us today, even though the baseball card is not exactly gracing us with an incredible night's sleep, to say the least there, Matt. Two games starting this hour, only three in the night window. Lots of day baseball on right now, but we've got at least a good show today. We've got a lot to talk about. Golf Explain draft. this big show. Tell everyone why this is a big show. Golf draft, final one and done, mm-hmm. which is really the most important part. No, no, no. Second to last. Second to last. Why did I think this was the last one? Because That's I, why I thought because it was I said that multiple times like yeah. over the past month. So it's all Kelly's fault. Yeah. Uh, we will have Wes Reynolds on. Anytime Wes Reynolds is on, it's a huge show. Uh, Point Spread Weekly. Talking baseball, golf. Joe Sheehan also on to talk some baseball as well. Wes will talk some college football with us also. That's why it's a big show, man. There you go. Well done. And, and the two games you're about to run through are even more of why it's a big yeah, show. Yeah, just, just huge. Um, we do have two first pitches this hour. Tons of day baseball today, which will update you on here in a little bit but first pitch coming in about four minutes for the Brewers and the Pirates that is 705 Eastern Freddie Peralta is going to take the mound for the Brewers Tyler Beatty for the Pirates if you want Peralta and the Brewers as road favorites minus 215 if you want the Pirates as home underdogs plus 185 in that one eight and a half is the total first game back from the IL since May for Freddie Peralta uh, 745 Eastern Cubs and Cardinals, Justin Steele for the Cubs, Miles Michaelis for the Cardinals, Michaelis and the Cardinals, minus 170 home favorites, plus 145 on Steele and the Cubs as road underdogs, eight and a half is the total. 
No 8 o'clock hour games. We do have three late games, and that is it. We got the A's and the Angels, James Caprillion and Shohei Otani. The Angels and Otani are minus 215 home favorites, plus 185 on the A's and Caprillion on the road as underdogs. A 7 is the total. Rockies and Padres, Chad Cool and Blake Snell. Snell and the Padres are minus 300. Whoa. Home favorites here. Lineups are out for that game, by the way. In this one. Do we have Juan Soto? Second in the lineup. There Profar, we go. Profar, Soto, Machado, Bell, Cronenworth, Drury, Alfaro, Grisham, and Kim. Your lineup for the Padres. Uh, plus 250, if you would like cool, and the Rockies on the road as underdogs. Eight and a half is your total there. And then uh, 945 Eastern. We've got the Dodgers and the Giants, Julio Urias and Alex Cobb. If you want the Dodgers on the road as favorites, minus 165 in this one, so not not a huge, huge, not not what we're accustomed to seeing mm-hmm. for the Dodgers. Uh, Cobb and the Giants are plus 140 home underdogs, seven and a half the total there. I believe we've said that the last couple of nights about the Dodgers, and then yeah. they've promptly just absolutely wiped the Giants off the face of the earth over the last, really, the six-game winning streak the Dodgers have against the Giants, specifically coming out of the All-Star break. And then, I, I don't think you guys have bets on this, but Kelly put a WNBA game on, so your, your team, guys, they're in action. They're in the playoff picture right now, Kelly. That's Let's go about, Atlanta Dream. Don't Atlanta put me Dream. on the spot like that, Ben. Yes, I believe they're in the playoff picture right now. That's a vague term. Playoff, yeah, they're in the playoff picture. For sure. Okay. But we just because that includes like six places, I think. So yeah, we're not a hundred percent sure how much, how many games are left. But no, if you give me a couple minutes, I'm sure I can figure it out. I just look, Kelly. I just know you walked into the studio really, really excited today, (laughs) and you had we had we had to make sure we had that game on. Uh, The other one, plenty of TVs for it. The other one I pulled up because I wanted to check on this was what what the betting splits looked like for that Padres Rockies game tonight. Because as you guys were sitting here talking about the lineup, I'm like, what person is going out there and betting the Rockies tonight? Right? Like, well, and and with that Padres lineup too. I mean, you you mentioned that one to six, and then they're going to add Tatis at some point too. So that one to seven. Is Profar, Soto, Machado, Bell, Cronenworth, Drury, and then you're going to add Tatis in there as well. That is going to be just a incredible, incredible one to seven for this Padre squad. I mean, it is going to be super interesting. And actually, here's a tease: stick around, and you'll see how how much we think oh, yeah. this Padres additions on the on the trade oh. deadline because we got a little MLB. Uh, Power rank. <laughs> Y'all should have seen the look on Kelly's face when Matt hit us with that incredibly <laughs> professional tease right there. Well, he, he kind of cut me off, though, Ben. So, okay, oh, ha- handle for this game tonight. Padres on the money line, 87% of the handle on the Padres money line. That is not the most tonight, though. You have 89% on the Cardinals money line today. You had 89% on the Brewers' money line today, 91% on the Mets' money line today, and 90% yeah. on the Dodgers. Those are all parlays. It's just like they're – It's just they're, big they're, money line parlays. They're like yep. three-team, four-team parlays with all those teams. Mets were what, 96% last yeah. night? We all saw what happened there. It's baseball, guys. Don't, yeah. get, don't go insane. Closest thing I came to on this slate was Brewers' run line. I mean, am I partly biased because of what we saw to ground right. coming off the IL? Maybe a little bit. Freddie Peralta was was brilliant before he got injured, and and for what it's worth, the uh, Tyler Beatty is basically an opener here for Pittsburgh. So essentially, a bullpen game for the Pirates. Did not end up firing on that. I just don't trust the Brewer bats right now. They they had three runs last night, all on three solo home runs, and it was a really ugly loss for them in Game One of that series. So uh, nothing for me on the on the card tonight. Uh, as far as the and we, it looks like the Bolt guy's gonna be Chase DeYoung. In Chase DeYoung, yeah. yes, that is that is a good uh, good point mm-hmm. as well. We will have our MLB power rankings, our top five 
for Matt and myself. We're going to do that a little bit later in the show. As far as the big news of the day, though, and this is something I know you and Kelly had talked about uh, on Monday when we had our first chance to talk on this show about the Deshaun Watson suspension coming down for the six games. We knew at the time this was a possibility and probably a greater than 50% possibility, but it does happen today where the NFL has officially appealed the judge to Robinson's decision on the six-game suspension. So the league said it notified the NFLPA it would appeal and then filed its brief this afternoon. They said the commissioner, Roger Goodell, he's going to determine who will hear the appeal and what it appears to be, the reports are, they are appealing for an indefinite suspension that would be a minimum of one year. Uh, you think about the implications as well, though. Uh, when you think about the, the structure of Deshaun's Wat- Deshaun Watson's contract, it would include an additional uh, fine as well. And that, that was a big, a big, uh, big, big takeaway from the original suspension, which was kind of like, wow, look at how much money Deshaun Watson is actually not really having to forfeit here. Uh, so oh, it's none. It, yeah, basically. It's none because they, none, did, yes. they did his entire first year of the contract in signing bonus. He's, only, he's making like a little over a million dollars in base salary. So. It doesn't matter. He could miss this whole year, and he's still going to make $20 million. It doesn't, it doesn't matter at all. Right. So we figured yeah. this was, was likely going to happen. I, I thought it interesting that the, the, initial, the, you know, the initial thought was, well, the NFL is going to wait and see what the public opinion was and see how the discourse was on social media, which, I mean, it was pretty one-way, much one-way traffic there. So this happens now. And I, you know, I don't know about you, how you guys felt on this, but when the decision was initially made, there was a lot of, all right, here we go. We can release the Watson props, the win totals now. Uh, the division odds, everything else can adjust, but this was never really something where you kind of felt comfortable saying, well, I guess we're now good with just betting all this stuff full season because there is a lot still to be unresolved here. And after what we saw come down today, that remains to be uh, remains still to be the case as as it, as we stand right now on August the 3rd here, Matt. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really interesting, I mean, to do like a little bit of sports talk radio here because the whole reason that the NFL put an arbiter in place to make the decision it's, it's in this was because they, did, it's because they yeah. didn't want to have a, a, a seat at the table. They were like, hey, look, we want this to look like hey, everything's above board, everything's whatever. But the ruling comes down that they w- didn't want, and they're like, okay, never mind, we'll take it back. Yeah, never mind, like, we'll, ne- we'll make the decision. Never, never mind, we'll take it back. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to do it after all. It's just, it's, I, they just can't get out of their own way. They can't man. get out of their own way. Yeah, they just, just keep shooting themselves they, in the foot over and over again. They just cannot get out of their own way with stuff like this. It's like, you yes, people went nuts, but like you had, you, you had a way to get out of this by right. saying, hey, listen, we backed off out of this. Right. This is the, the the whole reason that we handed this over to a third party was because we didn't want you guys freaking out about what decision we made. And instead, the decision came back that they didn't like. And they're like, never mind. We'll we'll make the decision after all. We'll, I was we'll in it. shock when I, when I heard it today. Mm-hmm. I was in shock. And, and I know I know a lot a lot of people closer to the NFL and smarter than me said this was a real good possibility happening today. But just over the past couple of days, I'm like, why is the NFL? Kind of like we're just joking about that. It's like, why is the NFL going to shoot down its own process to take it back over into their hands, and they're just going to look like bigger idiots? And that's yeah. it's exactly what they did, and I don't know. So now they've set the precedent moving forward where even if they give it to a third party, it's right. like, Doesn't matter. if the decision comes out that they like, okay, cool, we'll leave it there. And then if not, be like, eh, no, we don't like that decision. Never mind, we're going to make the decision anyway. Yeah. So. It doesn't. Kelly, part of why I thought I gave, you know, gave it over a 50% chance of happening was, I mean, look at the NFL's history. On this. Yeah. They've, they've, they've time and again done, not, I wouldn't say you know, the wrong thing. They've just done the, the publicly suboptimal thing. I mean, that's essentially how this has always worked for them. So it almost seemed like a foregone conclusion that, oh, of course they're going to do this and, and say, all right, no, we don't want to put this behind us. We are going to now, uh, we are going to go ahead and, and appeal this. So, yeah, I don't know what, the, what you feel like the betting implications are. I mean, for me, this is really just the same as what we talked about originally. 
when when the you know, the desired suspension was talked about first, and all of these offseason discussions came up, which is I don't know how you really touch the Browns right now, but we also talked about how as soon as the suspension came out, it was already the easiest schedule weeks one through six for Cleveland, and you at least had some sort of infrastructure in place with Jacoby Brissett, who was taking the first team reps. I just don't know. If, there's so many different ways you can bet the NFL preseason yeah before right. the regular season starts why i don't know why you would have any desire to tie your, up your money right now in the most volatile unknown situation we have among the 32 teams i just don't understand yeah i didn't why like them it. in that division anyway so it didn't really matter to me all that much i look at DraftKings; the it's back down again so it was up just briefly yesterday and then now it's back up uh back down again today win total back down as well so uh this is the way it did look yesterday yeah, plus 235 yesterday. on on the browns uh you would imagine if they decide to repost this which I guess at this point, there's really no reason to considering how volatile this whole situation is. But I guess if they decide to repost this, the Browns are going to be somewhere north of three dollars. I would imagine because again, it that's where they were at before. It's only yeah, going to get yeah. if it if it if the suspension changes, it's only going to increase in yeah. games, right? So yeah. yeah, you're right. The only thing that should change is them getting longer in odds. I guess the one that I've been in, intrigued by today, and I've been kind of watching it bounce around, is that Week One line against the Panthers because there's a chance they go back and forth, this ends up in court, there is a chance Deshaun Watson plays week one while this is kind of getting figured out still. So I, that's that's changed over to DraftKings, back to the Browns being a one-point favorite. Hmm. I've kind of seen it in, uh, here in Vegas bounce around from both sides of the fence all day today. So I guess the only angle you could do, I remember it was that Charger-Washington game week one last year that kept going from Chargers one to where you just tease both sides and you just essentially are playing, you're just yeah. playing the numbers. Like, well, I got seven on both sides. Yeah. Maybe that's the only angle you could maybe look at uh, in playing this. A lot more still to come on the show today. We'll talk about our MLB Power Rankings next on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, <laughs> he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. Drink responsibly. As we're back on primetime action, just getting things started here on a Wednesday. couple of games already in progress that we did not mention right at the top. Reds, Marlins, nothing, nothing, bottom of the second. And then uh, after Matt Brown, your, your parlay went down in flames last night thanks to the Mets' lack yeah. of offense. Of course, they come out and score nine runs today behind Chris Bassett and lead Annabelle Sanchez's Washington Nationals 9-1 bottom of the ninth as a near uh, $3 favorite. So those are the two games uh, also in progress right now. We'll keep you posted on everything else. And uh, I know in the last break, Kelly Bidlin esteemed producer of the show, looking up the in-depth WNBA uh, playoff picture right now, which it, it turns out is a lot more interesting that's, than maybe we would have originally thought. That's right. I got to the bottom of it, Ben. So you've got the top eight teams will go to the WNBA playoffs. You have four teams that have already locked in spots, clinch playoff bursts with the Chicago Sky, the Las Vegas Aces, Connecticut Sun, Washington Mystics, and Seattle Storm. So that's five teams, not four. I already screwed this up. Uh, and okay, then from mm-hmm. seed six through 11, you are separated by two and a half games in the standings. Wow. So, yeah, our, our Atlanta Dream Ticket are 10th there with a 12-18 and 18 record. Okay. I think they were like 5-2 and two when we bet on them, so they're really not doing well uh, ever since then. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we're get, we need a little bit of help. But two and a half games separating seeds 6 through 11. So you're, you're in the 10 spot right now is what you're saying. In the 10 spot. They need a little bit of help, and there's, a, what, a several games uh, still to go? Yes, we okay. uh, regular season ends next Friday. Wow, nitty gritty time. I know. Uh, look, the Aces are are the favorites right now to win the uh, the WNBA championship for for, for what uh, that is worth. With I believe they're like exponentially better than they, everyone yes. else. Right? So that's yes. what I thought with too. The Sky but are the, a close second. Yeah, the Sky have the best record though. They are twenty three and eight. The Aces twenty two. So and I actually nine. went to a WNBA game this year. And the, the first game I'd ever gone to, and the Aces had a twenty eight point lead against the Chicago Sky and lost. Largest blown lead in the history of the WNBA. Yikes. And I, I, I blame myself, clearly. Bad, hmm. bad influence. Just like how you guys bet on the Atlanta Dream, and they have been, what, so you're saying I have another bet as well. I just can't remember which one it is. They're 7-16 and 16 since you bet on the Atlanta Dream. Is that, is that I think, what you're saying? Are you on the Kelly? Liberty, too? I think you're on the Liberty. Is that what it is? That's Sabrina Ionescu's team, the yeah. number one overall pick. I think so. I'm not sure, though. I can tell you. Okay. We don't have a graphic for that one. Sorry. Oh, this is a gross. Oh, court. Here's that stupid part. Here's that stupid thing that where I have to try and figure out which yeah, which sports book. Yeah, which sports book I'm at. Yeah, so it's like it's open up the like. I would you say know. let's give Matt Brown five minutes to do that, but we we have we have Matt Brown's MLB power rankings to do right now here. Uh, I am re- actually really, I am really actually interested <laughs> in which because like I need to know if the team is even alive still. 
This is a terrible. I, I have a game on right now. This is the Sparks and Liberty, and this is a just grotesque. What's going Xbox. on with the What's going on with the court? I guess there? it's an Xbox sponsored court that I'm looking at right now. But why are there th- weird three point lines going across the key? I, I can't answer that, Ben. I, think that's, I can tell uh, you. I can tell you one thing that I can't answer that. That's that's what I can. Oh, tell you're you. not sure still, or you're. you're, you're um, not the, uh, not I am yet. pretty sure. It's not at this point, at this point so we're going to have to go. <laughs> do the classic. Right, fire up the power yeah, rankings. Yeah, fire up the power rankings. Do the classic Gil out there. It's like, not at this do, point. Do, 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 do. We could have Ben go. Do, 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 do. Well, certainly not at this point. Power rankings. You got a voice for those, Kelly? No, no, no. Oh, no. we just like. No, sit out of this one. He's, oh, okay. He's 32 teams needed something. Power rankings handles. Yeah, I, I would say that. The power rankings speak for themselves. So what we are doing here, and for those of you who were watching last week, we did our our, we power ranked our five favorite MLB World Series futures bets based on the numbers. So these are just raw power rankings post-trade deadline where Matt and I think the top five teams in Major League Baseball are sitting at this current moment and for the future here has nothing to do with actual odds. Uh, so as far as what we've got right now, you Mercury. got it, Matt? Mercury. 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 Mercury are in the seventh spot right now, 13 and 18, one game ahead of the dream. Mercury are pretty good. Uh, but they are—they're right in that playoff. Matchup. Sixty-five to one on the Mercury. They're, all right. Hey, you're live, man. Mercury. Just get him, just if get the into playoff the playoff started today, you'd be in. Yeah, yeah, just get into the tournament, guys. Let's do this. And then you never know what can happen. Yeah. All right, Matt. Yeah. So look, this is not betting odds at all. This is just who I think are the best teams. Power rankings. Heading into if we were to start the playoffs today. Right, like yes. these are the teams that I'm that I would be most interested in as far as winning the whole thing. Starting at number five, the Atlanta Braves. We talked a little bit about this last night, right? I mean, they have a really, really kind of under the radar stout top three, and you could even add if you had any in Anderson, you could probably say top four for them as far as the rotation goes. And the, what they've done with this lineup as well, and how that you know with Acuna back being healthy, the additions that they made at the trade deadline as well uh, and and in the bullpen I don't think it's I don't think it's crazy whenever we talk about the addition of Rossell Iglesias because I mean listen with Kenley Jansen one he's missed some time already this year as well we know there's been times at least over the last couple of seasons where he's been at least a little bit unreliable so now you've got a guy that has an incredible amount of closer experience to where if Jansen happens to stumble here over the last couple of months of the season then hey you could you could step Iglesias into that role and and feel really really comfortable with it. So I think the Braves are kind of set up a lot better, Ben, than I think most people give them credit for. Totally agree with you. And the fact that Austin Riley, no matter the guy could hit fifty home runs and yeah. hit three ninety, and people would still be like, yeah, he probably doesn't deserve to win an yeah. MVP. Like it's it's a second straight year where the guy has absolutely mashed from start to finish. Hit, I think he had another double today. He's over 30 doubles this year, over nearly 30 home runs right now. He'll be, he could easily get to 40, 40, yeah. 40 doubles, 40 homers this year uh, with, with a, I mean, an excellent uh, average as well. And yeah, you're right. And with the way this lineup is, like to me, the way they've gotten healthy and now have Ronald Acuna Jr. fully in the mix, this is, I, I'm totally with you. They made my list as well. People are probably going to look at me as crazy on this one. Uh, number four team for me is the Dodgers. And, and again, this is like I'm talking about once you get into the playoffs here, right? Like I understand great regular season team. I get all of that. But when these teams get to shorten their rotations and they get to like play playoff baseball, I am a little bit lower on the Dodgers than I think a lot of people are out there. I I think the rotation's fine. Kershaw's obviously fine. Urias is good. Gonsolin is performing, you know, 
above what I believe he can probably keep up for the rest of the year. Tyler Anderson, I think that at least the advanced stats say that it's it's real for him. But again, not a guy that we've ever seen an incredible amount of extended success from. And then you look at this lineup. I mean, it's it's. I think it is not that much better than what we're getting really out of any of these other teams that I'm going to talk about here. I mean, yes, I understand Freddie Freeman is awesome. Trey Turner is awesome. Mookie Betts is awesome. But then past that, you're getting into, you know, Gavin Lux, Justin Turner, Chris Taylor, you know, Cody Bellinger has struggled for the last three years. I mean, I I, I, I kind of believe that these other lineups are actually better than theirs, kind of one to nine. So Dodgers come in at four for me. The addition for the Padres here has them up to three. That top three in the rotation that they can go to in Musgrove and Darvish and Clevenger, I really, really like that. Manaya, of course, to be in the fourth guy there for them that they could go to in the playoff situation if they had to. And then the additions that they made in, in, in Soto and Drury, I think is just – and Bell makes this lineup one of the best, if not the best, in all Major League Baseball. So really do like the Padres a lot. You put in Hater there in the closer position. Mm-hmm. I think that's a super strong team. Astros and Yankees close it out at two and one. They've been there all year long. They didn't make a ton of huge moves really at the deadline. They didn't really have to. These teams are really, really, really good and really, really complete as 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 they sit right now. So even though the fact that they didn't make, I would say like massive splash moves or anything like that, I think that they still got better. And especially for Houston, you could yeah. argue they didn't really need to. That is yeah. such a complete team. That's my number one team mm-hmm. right now. I, most of the same teams you do, Matt, with one glaring lack of lack of presence there. <laughs> I, uh, I Look, do I really think the Yankees are not you know, going to be out of the, the top four at the end of the day? That's kind of why I was look, looking at this. Like I still think that you probably see the Yankees and Astros square off for the ALCS. I just overall, if we're, if we're taking league out of this, and I share some of your – we talked about this last night. I share some of your concern on the Dodgers, too. I think you have to have – but I, like, I look so much at the starting pitching, like a three-man rotation for the postseason. And that's my only concern with the Yankees, where if you – I mean, the advanced stats do not lie. They have been incredible in every which manner you look at this season. But at the end of the day, you have a guy in Garrett Cole who's really the, the one true guy I would say you can trust. I mean, had a horrible start today. Yeah, I got lit up the, today, but the still. The one guy I, yeah. you, you trust in the postseason More as, times a, as than a pitcher. Anyway. Right, yeah. yeah. Where Nestor Cortez, lefty who has never done it before in the postseason, we have no idea what we're getting out of him. Domingo Herman, who has been injured, banged up, and again, not really a reliable piece you take into a postseason series. And we saw them get rid of Jordan Montgomery, who I mean, I actually kind of liked. He's had some. He's had. He's been very, very decent this year. So Jamison Tyone, what are you, what are you getting out of him? That's always been more of a back end, fourth, fifth starter. So at the end of the day, while yes, they can they can mash you to death, beat you nine eight, kind of like what we mm-hmm. saw you know last night where they just just mashed the Mariners to death there and, and overcame a, a big early deficit. I wonder how much that translates to October baseball, where we know the pitching takes another big big step up. And despite the, where the the raw numbers being where they're at right now, I do have questions about them holding up in these best of seven series, especially once we get a little bit deeper in. So I went Astros and then four NL teams. I, yeah. I don't know how, especially with how good Jacob Degrom looked last night. That was enough for me, Matt, to say, you know what, I, I have to have the Mets yeah. in in that top five as well. Uh, Braves and Padres for all the reasons you laid as, out as well. But if you're giving me an informed Degrom who's clearly looking like himself now. It all it took for us was 59 yep. pitches or whatever to see that. And then Max Scherzer, that's a team you have to put in, in your top five list, I believe, like right now. So those, those are my five, at least at this moment. Subject to change, of course, between now and, and the end <laughs> of September. Uh, Wes Reynolds is going to join us next. Talk some college football, talk some golf. That is on the other side here on Primetime Action.
Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. One little uh, update here. Brewers strike first on Pittsburgh. Colton Wong, RBI base hit with the bases loaded, so one nothing there as Freddie Peralta has taken them out. His first start since May, and we are going to be in a rain delay there in St. Louis. Uh, mm. Cubs-Cardinals to be uh, delayed on their official start. In the meantime, nothing, nothing now. Marlins and Reds in the bottom of the third from Florida. So we started last night with our personal primetime action college football previews. We went into the ACC and to give more of a breakdown on that, plus the American Athletic Conference for this 2022 CFB season, we welcome in our good pal, Wes Reynolds. Oh, yeah, look at the football. Decent college football preview. We haven't had that before. Whoa! Whoa. Fancy. Had to spring the fanciness. Wow. All right. I like how Kelly kind of sloped that, too. Gotta get fancy for Wes, you know? Of course. Wes is a big deal, man. Yeah, look, it's a big deal. Point spread weekly. You see Wes was a big contributor to our VEASAN college football betting guide. Will be as well to our NFL betting guide. We'll talk some golf at the very end here with Wes since he is our one of the guys on the Long Shots crew each and every week. So, Wes, let's start ACC here. Matt and I were both a little unsure of what to really make out of Clemson, where we're not even sure who the starting quarterback is going to be this year. Will it be D.J. Oyunglele trying to bounce back after a, by Clemson standards, disappointing 10-win season in 2021? Uh, but with the rest of the conference here, how do, you, how do you stack up the ACC in general with Clemson at the top and then the rest of the teams that follow them this year? Yeah, guys, they, Clemson probably still has to be the rightful favorite just because they're Clemson after all, and they pretty much dominated this conference for forever until last year. But you're right about, you know, the quarterback issues. If DJ struggles like he did last year, keep in mind, this Clemson team was like a hundred and just into the hundreds in total offense and DJ nine touchdowns, 10 interceptions. So keep in mind, you've got a five-star kid right behind him and Cade Klubnik from uh, Westlake High School down in Austin, Texas. So are we going to have a Trevor Lawrence, Kelly Bryant situation here? That is something maybe to be concerned with with Clemson, plus the fact that they do have two new coordinators. Brandon Streeter takes over on the offense because Tony Elliott took the UVA head coaching job. And then they have a new defensive coordinator, Wes Goodwin, because Brent Venables goes to Oklahoma. So how much control is Dabo going to give to his coordinators? I think when you had Elliott... And when you also had uh, Brent Venables, they had a lot of control over them. And Dabo kind of was willing to delegate a little bit more. This year, he might be a little bit more controlling, I think, on both sides of the ball. So Clemson defensively, I still think, is going to be very good, even though they slipped last year and only went 10-3. and three. Defensive line, they're absolutely loaded. I know Dabo really likes the talent up there. So I think they'll be good defensively. But... I don't know if I would make them odds on necessarily to win the ACC. I still think they should be the favorite, but NC State over there in the Atlantic Division, I think, is really getting a lot of hype. Now, are they going to be like North Carolina last year, where they get talked up all summer and then they lay an egg immediately in week one like they did in Blacksburg against a pretty mediocre Virginia Tech team? So I didn't bet anything to win the conference. The only thing I have, I do have the U to win the Coastal. I think Josh Gaddis coming in as the offensive coordinator from Michigan, the Bros Award winner. He's going to, I think Mario Cristobal is going to let him have most of the control of the offense and not mess with that as much. And you have a guy that I think is going to be a number one first round draft pick next year and Tyler Van Dyke at quarterback. That offense, I think, still is going to be very explosive, despite the fact that they change coordinators. 
Wes, one thing we did bring up last night was that 10.5 win total there for Clemson. They've got a, a road game at Notre Dame, which, again, is going to be probably by that time a, a coin toss unless one of the either of these teams massively disappoints. And then, you know, Clemson, we always talk about this every year, but it seems like they always slip up somewhere along the way. Well, with a 10.5 win total, you can only win one game if you want. I mean, you can only lose one game if you want the over in that. And it's not really juiced all that much to the under. If you were looking at this win total, does, doesn't it seem like an under? Or, is, or am I just, or is the rest of the conference just not good enough to, to get there? You know, Matt, I think you're right. It does to me. And I would certainly, and I have not bet this yet in full disclosure, but I would lean to the under. I know the schedule is easy early on. And then you go to Wake Forest, who may slip a little bit from what they were last year. Dave Clawson did a great job with those guys. And they just barely rated outside of the top 10, arguably the best season in Demon Deacon's history. But NC State, that's going to be the big showdown on October 1st. Devin Leary is a kid that's only thrown seven interceptions over the last two years as a starter. So this seems like the year, at least it's the targeted year for the Wolfpack to, you know, really get out of that eight, nine wins and really actually contend for the title. But I think October 15th is actually going to be a tricky game. Now, uh, the producer behind the glass there, uh, Kelly Bidlin of Florida State Seminole, may scoff, but I think Florida State is going to be better this year. They've shown some incremental improvement. You know, they're not what they were, but Mike Norvell, I think, is slowly getting it turned around. They're getting better talent. They finally, I think, settled on a quarterback. They've been going through musical chairs. Jordan Travis, if he could be a little bit more accurate as a passer, you know that he can run and that he can make plays but I think it is going to be his job where he's not having to necessarily look over his shoulder. They'll be able to run the ball, too. They went to the portal and added some depth defensively. So I think that could be tricky. And look, you still got Notre Dame. You got a Louisville team that I think a lot of people believe are going to be improved behind a four-year starter and Malik Cunningham, a quarterback. And then you've also got the U on November 19th. So I would absolutely lean under 10 and a half. You can follow Wes, by the way, at Wes Reynolds 1. Kelly Bidlin just beaming behind the glass right now. He, he loves to hear uh, the, the one thing that. I'll bring up is the FSU's got a ton of transfers on offense. You don't really know how they're going to fully work in. But, I, yes, I am expecting Wes, Jordan Travis, to probably have the best career at quarterback or the best year at quarterback quarterback at Florida State since Jameis Winston. There we go. I will say that. There we go. Kelly Bidlin. He's buying the Kool-Aid already. The record. On, On the, the record. record. August the 3rd, <laughs> 736 Marks down the timestamp. Yes. There it is. We have made the note of it. Uh, Wes, how about we transition to the uh, the AAC here? Want to get your thoughts there. With a, very, with a conference that had an unbelievable season a year ago when you get a team like Cincinnati into the playoff, Cincinnati and Houston each run through that conference undefeated, at least in conference play before squaring off in the AAC title game. What do you expect to make of, of a league like this, though, where Cincinnati loses its quarterback in Desmond Ritter? Uh, how should we evaluate the top of the <laughs> AAC? Anybody who could potentially challenge those two teams at the top of this year? Man, Cincinnati's going to get a test in week one. They got to go down to Fayetteville and face Arkansas. Arkansas already up to a seven point favorite. So, look, I think Cincinnati is the rightful favorite just because they did make the college football playoff last year. But, uh, you know, new coordinator on offense because that coordinator is now down with Brian Kelly at LSU. So, uh, you know, some changes, I think, for Cincinnati. The offensive line comes back as a unit, so they'll be able to run the ball. But the team I'm kind of looking at a little bit is the Houston Cougars, that they can maybe go over that win total again just simply because the schedule is pretty favorable. Now, you got to go to UTSA. That's tricky. Jeff Trailer's done a really good job down there. They'll be up for Houston. Then you got to go to Texas Tech. But 
every single game on the rest of their schedule, they're going to be favorite. Might be like a pick em or something of that nature at SMU. You've got the best quarterback in the conference in Clayton Toon. you got the best receiver in Tank Dell. So I look at Houston. I just think the schedule, even though I don't, you know, they don't look like a 9 or 10 win team, but the schedule is just so laid out well for them that I would say Houston could be the sleeper to win this conference again. Wes, I'm going to ask this because I'm asking. I'm going to ask this of all the guests because I like when people do deep dives into things where you go in with maybe some preconceived notions and you come out thinking a little bit differently. Of all the teams, you don't. It doesn't have to be AAC. It doesn't have to be ACC. Of of all the teams that you've dug into, where did you find the most surprise that you came out thinking either much higher or much lower of of that team? I think the Pac-12, actually. Uh, I like Washington, and nobody's really talking about them. I bet them over seven and a half wins. I still think Utah's the best team in that conference, and I know USC, the shiny new toy with Lincoln Riley, but I like UW here, and I like the coaching upgrade with Kalen DeBoer. Now, who is going to win that starting quarterback job? Is it going to be young Heward, the uh, son of Damon Heward, or is it going to be Michael Penix Jr., who worked with Kalen DeBoer at Indiana when DeBoer was the offensive coordinator? But uh, I think UW UW won four games last year. I think they're going to double that at least here in 2022. There we go. Wes Reynolds uh, with the Washington Husky over uh, as he joins us here on Pride and Time Action. Real quick, Wes, favorite bet this week at the Wyndham. What's, uh, what's your favorite play? Yeah, in the middle of the market, I played the two Adams, Adam Svensson and Adam Long at about 75 to 1. Uh, the, the chalky guys I did play, I played Russell Henley, who I had last year, choked it on the back nine. He's a little bit 25 to 30 to 1. And then Sun JM sixteen to one, but I like the two Adams this week. They really popped on the model at about seventy five to one. When you look at approach, mm-hmm. birdie or better gained, and uh, also uh, good drives gained. I think you're going to look want to look at that fairways gained. So the two Adams uh, there really pop for me this week. There we go. All right, we'll have our full uh, golf breakdown with the Wyndham coming up a little bit later in the show. But Wes Reynolds, want to thank you so much. We can talk anything with you, Wes. I mean, we could we could literally talk any singular sport. Uh, I, you know, there's there's really nothing off limits with you. But thank you for the college football insight, and we will have you back on the program very very soon, my, fr- soon, my friend. Thank you guys, as always. Thank you. Yep. Forty-eight twenty-two, by the way, Matt. I just saw that out of the corner of my eye. Kind of. Sure. I was like, don't mess with the Atlanta Dream. Dream. Also, Keller's got a dream. Hey, don't don't jinx us. Don't I just, us. I got time ex- left. I was saying bye to Wes. I look out of the corner of my eye and I'm like, oh my, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Washington for Wes. See, I like that Washington. question because people that yeah. they, they dig you don't know deep, where they're going to go. They dig deep and then they come out and it's like, it could yeah, be any team. Yeah, it could be any team. Any team. Washington for Wes Reynolds. Remember that team. We'll talk some next team odds for a couple of NFL stars. That's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VSIN football betting guide for college is out now, and there's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons because our experts provide profiles of all 131 college football teams with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Reserve your copy of both football betting guides today and get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with a VSIN all access subscription. So make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now at vsin.com slash subscribe. We mentioned there was a ton of day baseball oh, yeah. today. Um, pretty important game there. Blue Jays and Rays, tightly contested. Rays get it done 3-2 to two over the Blue Jays a little bit earlier. Jays only four hits in that game against the Rays pitching staff. Phillies 3-1 to one over the Braves. Of course, the Phillies make were really aggressive at the trade deadline. Phillies going after one of those playoff spots, and they win. That increases them to 56-48 and 48 on the season there, Ben. So, I mean, like... If the Phillies were in the AL Central, they'd be leading the AL Central. You know, I mean, like, so uh, I think kind of under the radar, Phillies are are sneaking up on some some teams out there. Mariners seven to three over the Yankees again. They were all over Garrett Cole in the first inning. He settled down after that. They get six a six spot on him in the first inning, but four homers. But after that, he uh, he he did settle down. Only gives up one more the rest of the game, but it's still. Uh, falls to nine and four on the year and a, a three three five six ERA for Garrett Cole. I mean, and listen, three five six is is not a bad ERA by any stretch of the imagination, but it is Garrett Cole, right? Like we automatically think, okay, top ten pitcher in the game. Mm-hmm. Well, that is not even close to a top ten ERA in the game, you know. So no, no doubt. Yeah, and for what it's worth, too, with the Seattle win after today, easiest schedule remaining. They get the Angels eleven times, the A's nine times, and the, the Tigers between the Tigers and Royals ten times. That is twenty games against absolute. Trash at I have the bottom a, of Major League Baseball. I have a yes Mariners to make the playoff ticket. So um, I would nice. uh, I would certainly like that to, to to come into fruition there. Of course, also the uh, debut for Luis Castillo there for Looked the Mariners. Good. Yes, he goes six and two-thirds, three earned, eight Ks for him in that one. Again, the Mariners increase their, increase their likelihood of getting to the playoffs there as they win their 57th game 
of the year. Guardians seven to four over the Diamondbacks. We keep talking about this AL Central. It is going to be. It is going to come down to the wire. It seems like at this point. I mean, like it. it all these teams are basically going to be jumbled up all the way to the end. That is fifty four and fifty now for the Guardians. Shane Bieber improves his record to six and six on the season. That's just a three three nine ERA for him. So he's been a little bit unlucky there in the win category. Twins four to one over the Tigers. Orioles six to three over the Rangers. Orioles fifty four and fifty one. They're not going to go away. They're I mean, not. They're a game and a half. Who, by the way, Tampa. would be right there with every other team in the AL Central if the Orioles yeah. were in the AL Central? They would be in the mix for for all of this. I mean, they happen to play in a division where they're a million games back. But if they were in the AL Central, the or we would be talking about, hey, this is a dogfight between the Orioles and the White Sox and the Twins and well, and, if the you Guardians. Fl- and then if you flip the strength of schedules, they'd probably be leading. They'd probably actually have a few more wins, right? They've so, had the yeah. toughest. One of the toughest strength of schedules so far. Mm-hmm. They have the fifth hardest strength of schedule remaining. They have 15 games against the Blue Jays still. I mean, you can't you can't tell me it's not. We've already seen them do this all year. And even after they ship away Jorge Lopez and Trey Mancini, yeah. that, that's a team that I, I don't see them really going anywhere. They're like, will they Save get into the playoffs. playoffs? I'm buying myself a Ryan Mountcastle uh, shirt. Hell, hell yeah, we are. Got to. For everyone in the on the crew. In the oh, crew. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get one just for everyone. Mountcastle shirts for everybody. Uh, Astros, 6-1 to one over the Red Sox. Red Sox fall to 500 now. They've had a brutal stretch, brutal go of it. That's kind of why they were – not necessarily sellers, but kind of in that weird, like, it, they were kind of sellers, not necessarily yeah. buyers. Uh, Urquidy with an absolute gem for the Astros today. He goes seven innings, only gives up two hits, doesn't walk anybody, and strikes out ten. So, arguably, his best start of the season. Speaking of Mancini, he goes deep for the Astros uh, today in that 6-1 to one win over the Red Sox. The Astros move to 68-38 and 38 on the season. And, again, they were two for me, one for you. You you get outings like this with with Urquidy and you see what he is capable of. You know the rest of that staff and you see that the bats that they have top to bottom and they add a Mancini who goes deep for them today. Um, just an incredibly complete team all around, and I, I honestly think is going to be a really really tough go for you know everyone just kind of slating the Yankees into the into the uh, mm-hmm. World Series. I think it's going to be a dogfight to get past the Astros. Uh, look, I, I completely agree with you. And you talk about depth for pitching, and we had this conversation with Atlanta. Houston has so many options. I mean, one through five in their rotation are really, really dangerous, and presumably two of those guys become long relievers. Yep. And we've seen Christian Javier do that before. We've seen Luis Garcia do that before. So wh- whoever you decide to pick, yep. those are – like a lot of times some of these fourth and fifth starters, you don't, want to, you don't want them to have anything to do with the postseason game. That's not the case. And McCullers is coming back. And, and Lance McCullers yep. is coming back too. And McCullers yeah. is coming back. Uh, White Sox 4-1 to over the Royals, so all three of the teams in the AL Central win today. So they're all keeping pace with each other. They uh, White Sox moved to 53-51. and 51 Two back of the Twins, on the one year. back of the Guardians. 12 yeah. hits today for the White Sox. Only generated four runs off of that, but 12 hits for them. And then the Mets 9-5 to over the Nationals. Uh, in what was a an absolute slugfest, the, the Nationals actually got 13 hits in that game to the, the 14 hits of the Mets, but do get outscored there by uh, by four runs. Chris Bassett with the win for the Mets. We flashed up your, or I think we had the graphic. We're about to flash up your futures bets a second yeah. ago. You have the the Brewers. You uh, you thought you needed 90. You actually have 88 and a half on the Brewers over. Oh, so I need 89. You need 89. There Brewers are on an 89 okay. and a half win pace right now. So you, good deal. Brewers are for what it's worth. Uh, it ended up being Dylan Peters is the the bulk guy for Pittsburgh, and it has not gone well. Willie Adamas two run double. Rowdy Tellez booming base hit off the wall there, and Colton Wong. 
Uh, actually, he just struck out. But second and third, two outs right now. Brewers already up 4 nothing on the Pirates in the, uh, in the top of the second. I have them as well to, uh, to win the NL Central. When did you make that, uh, that bet on the, the Central? Uh, for the oh wait before the season started oh really before yeah, the, yeah 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 so before, you, yeah so you, before the season you, started. you got a very very I think that closed like minus one eighty so yeah yeah a good, before good the number yeah before the, before the season started you can look at these I mean the Mariners hopefully will be live I mean you know I think so it's it's they're not gonna win the L West but I mean they're they're at least those other bets are at least live they'll get into the they'll get into the playoffs same with the Jays I mean they're gonna get into the playoffs most likely they're not gonna win the L East so that ticket is dead for sure, and the Phillies aren't going to win the NL East most likely. Though that said, I mean, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. Apparently the pins came out of Bryce Harper's hand today, so he is at least, there is at least a timetable now Mm -hmm. for him to rejoin that lineup for for the Phillies, and so you get him back in there, and then of course the Astros win the World Series, and I really do. That's I probably that the one ticket. you got to be feeling yeah, the yeah. best love, about. Love that ticket. Right. My only two are Brewers doing the NL Central. I got it at minus 170 about a week before the season started. And then A's under 69 and a half wins. A's on a 61 pace. So we feel pretty good. Yes. Yes. Feel pretty good. And they have like no players in their lineup. So that also is, is kind of a side thing that helps. Um, we have some of these next team odds. We'll get to one of them now. We'll maybe save one for a little bit later uh, in the show here. And the, the Jimmy Garoppolo odds are now very, very more fascinating than we were originally going to talk about this yesterday. But now, knowing now there could be another wrinkle in the Deshaun Watson overall timeline of suspension. But Jimmy G's odds for his next team. Seattle remains the favorite at plus 275. Dolphins at a little over 3-1. to one. Texans with the Nick Casario. Uh, the, the relationship there, they each were in New England in the past. Casario now the GM in Houston. That is 4-1. to one. You see Giants, Browns each at plus 750. And I, like, I, I still can't really see a scenario where, where Garoppolo, at least via a trade, goes to Seattle in division, Matt. It, it kind of just seems to be like, well, because the Seahawks have nobody at quarterback and it is Geno Smith or Drew Locke, that's just kind of been the assigned pole position leader here. But I don't really know how realistic that actually is. I wouldn't make a bet on this because I don't think there's any clear landing spot for him to actually be a starter. I think this is going to be a team getting someone someone as a, as a backup as a like as a security blanket deal. So maybe the Bucks make at least a little bit of sense or something like that yeah. because they think that they are you know again built to win the Super Bowl. They brought bring back all these people, sign all those people like that. So that makes sense. But the Seahawks are not going to sign him. It. It, it's best for the Seahawks to lose. The Texans are not going to sign Same him. It's best Houston, for the Texans yeah. to lose. The Giants are not going to sign him because they're going to try to find out what they have in Daniel Jones. And if he sucks, then it's still better for them to lose. Because, again, there are six to eight first-round grade quarterbacks that are going to be coming out of college football this year into the draft, right? Now, all those guys aren't going to hit, of course. We know that. But they're, you want to have the option to get one of those guys. And so those teams are, are not going to try – and win. And with the yeah, Tua this... Tagovailoa hype machine as well, <laughs> that right. the front yeah. office has clearly orchestrated this summer. I don't think the Dolphins are yeah, trying to I don't think they're going Garoppolo. away from him anytime soon. Yeah, I, so. and that's where I think I got a couple things on this. Like, I think, Matt, is this more of a situation where are we already at the point where he could be more likely traded in season to a team that's maybe on the cusp of being a contender who the quarterback gets injured and then that's the team going after him? And he's probably, that team's probably not on this graphic then. I think at the end of the day, they just they end up having to cut bait and just release him. Seems like the most yeah. likely. So option. that would be the one case then where Seattle co- could come into play, right? But but I think the important thing I wanted to point out before we get out of this is this is the type of market where if you have questions on any of this stuff, usually this is next team he takes a snap with. Right. So this could be, check with your sports book, 
This could be a year plus, right? Maybe mm-hmm. he doesn't take a snap this whole season. Maybe he's on the Bucks as a backup and ends up starting there next year. Who knows? Yeah, it to me, none of the short shots make sense to me, right? right? And so I think all of those are not worth a bet. I would be looking further out. I would say, like, what team feels like they are a contender and needs that security blanket? That's what I think. Makes a lot of sense. Them. All right. Hour number one in the books. We'll update all the scores when we return. Coming back, hour number two, right after this. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.